Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Welcome to the White Lotus Podcast. You're probably wondering, oh my God, I didn't even know there was a White Lotus Podcast. It's because there wasn't one until now. My name is Ariel. Welcome to Post Show Recaps. If you're new around these parts, I assume you're not, but welcome if you are. Um, I am not alone, thankfully, because they don't allow me to do these things alone. For the, you know, Much to the chagrin of I don't know who. It's Dr. Amanda. How the hell are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much, uh, Ariel, for welcoming me to this beautiful, beautiful podcast. Uh, the views were stunning coming in on the boat over here. I don't know if you can tell, but we're both wearing our sunglasses for, for <laughs> listeners, because like you said, Dr. Man, it's very bright mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of sunshine reflecting off of the water. That's yes. like a whole other thing. You can burn so much more easily because of the water effect you need the sun protection everywhere (laughs) all angles yes from everywhere uh white lotus here we are on the precipice of a season two of white lotus coming to us in october we don't actually have a return date yet but i'm Mm. sure the announcement is imminent Mm -hmm. um but we figured in the meantime while we're waiting for that to drop we should probably do like a season one rewatch, perhaps. Ooh, that sounds like fun, Ari. Okay, let me pitch this to you live on the pod. <laughs> All what right. If we For the very first time, what I was like, let's just time. let's just have a working meeting. We'll record what if we it watched like it's a every podcast. Ep- <laughs> what if we watched an episode mm-hmm. a week? I'm with you. And we podcasted about it as a and as any rewatch podcast would. And then maybe we throw in some special guests. Oh. And then by the time, hopefully by the end of this month, if not sooner, we will have an announcement date or, you know, an announcement uh, of when season two is premiering. And, you know, if we have to fudge the double up a little mm-hmm. here and there, mm-hmm. depending on when that is in October, we know it's in October at least. So yeah. we have that much information. Well, this is the first time I'm hearing any of this, Ariel, but I'll tell wow. you, I love this idea. And there's a few reasons I why I, there's a few reasons why I love this idea. Um, one reason I love this idea is because, Ariel, you and I just finished covering another show that takes place on vacation at a resort. Can you believe it? I I had like temporary memory leakage. I totally forgot that we covered another thing, but that is absolutely true. We went through Pasaje and everything. Mm-hmm. We were on the Yucatan Peninsula. Yes. So if you if people didn't join Ariel and I for that adventure, we just finished covering the resort. It was on Peacock TV. That was a really really fun show and. You know, one of the things I was reading when I was reading about the resort, when I was reading the reviews is people were really drawing the comparison to White Lotus, saying it had White Mm -hmm. Lotus vibes It hit the same sort of comic and dramatic tone. 
little bit of mystery, but definitely, um, you know, more in the fantasy sci-fi genre, um, but evoking these themes of vacation, of exoticism, of travel, of escape. And that is really the same kind of territory that White Lotus deals with, Ariel. It's crazy. I, I mean... And the white lotus is a flower, so like mm. that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm, like there's a, perhaps mm-hmm. like a mystical component. No, okay. I've actually seen the Percy, and I can't pretend. I can't <laughs> pretend. Um, but to that point, I was late. I was late to the white lotus party. Okay, like, there were a lot of people. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be fully transparent here with you, my partner in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw. I actually caught up with season one of White Lotus at the end of last year when I believe it was Josh and Grace and myself did like a end of the year, like top 10 movies and top 10 TV shows kind of thing where uh-huh. people voted. And I binged it in anticipation of that. So I and I and obviously I heard about, you know, a show like this kind of uh, it came on the map and then all of a sudden it started to explode like very, mm-hmm. very slowly but surely in the way that uh, white hot Oh, Lotus things tend to explode like a white hot show. It's like all of a sudden everyone's talking about the same thing. Um, But even me who wasn't watching it, I totally caught wind of it. And obviously it's on HBO, so it's a big deal. And the Mike White part of it Mm -hmm. is an extra wrinkle because I only knew I binged uh, survive all of Survivor for the first time during quarantine 2020. So. I knew Mike White from his like enlightenment writing yes. and starring days. And I was a fan from that point. And then you to were now a fan. and now to now be introduced to him as like a survivor player and this whole other context is just like was for me personally like mind blowing in a different way. Yeah. But what was but what was your experience with watching the show? Yeah. So like to catch people, maybe maybe you watched White Lotus when it aired. Maybe you're just jumping in right now and you want to join us on this journey. Um, I was I mean, so I was hip to White Lotus when it came out. I started watching. Of course because, you were. Because uh, I'm so cool. No, because one thing about me is I want to watch the HBO Sunday night show. It's like yeah. that's like the thing I will. It's a, it's I will watch. I will watch the HBO Sunday night show and like the white Lotus premiered in July of 2021. So a little bit over a year ago. And it was like kind of the beginning of like new TV content coming back. Mm, Like it was right. How quickly we forget how quickly we forget how long we were deprived with delays in filming due to COVID and like lots Mm. of premieres were pushed aside. Lots of projects got sidelined and like, Mike White had kind of a brilliant answer to the question of how do you produce content during COVID? And it's just, you take this limited ensemble cast and you ship them to a single beautiful exotic location and you just mm-hmm. do all of your filming there. Yeah. And you film mostly outside. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It was kind of brilliant. And so this show, like I, I realized it was coming out. I was a fan of Mike White from, um, you know, from School of Rock. I watched, I didn't stick with all of Enlightened, but I watched some of Enlightened. I've always just really loved his sensibility, loved him on Survivor. Um, so I was really excited about this. And the other thing about this is the buzz at the time was that Mike White had actually cast one of his Survivor David versus Goliath castmates in the White Lotus as well. So that was also exciting to know that Alex. Merlono Merlino was also in uh, the White Lotus. So I watched this right, as it Alec, came yeah. out and it did like, I think 
got a lot of attention and buzz at the time, sort of um, kind of hit the scene like a little bit of a surprise because like I said, we weren't getting a lot of new content. So I do think it got a lot of eyes on it as being a, a, a new a new scripted thing to come out. Um, and people just like really loved it. And, um, it got a lot of hype. Um, it has a lot of great performances in it. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's a limited six, uh, episode series. Um, at the time we didn't know if this was just going to be uh, a one-off or if there was mm-hmm. going to be a season two. So that was yes. really exciting. in true, in true, uh, limited series tradition. Mm-hmm. We, it started off that way. And then they were like, mm, perhaps we make more. And now it's like, well, what do we call it now? And the answer is it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't At least according to the Emmys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, right, right. So they've like kind of, now it's like a it's a limited series or is it an anthology series? We don't know, mm-hmm. but we're getting yeah. a season two, and I'm really excited because I really enjoyed. Like it definitely took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting to get this new content in my life in 2021. I wasn't expecting to get um, a season two in 2022. So we thought that this was a great occasion to sort of build up to the season two premiere by doing a little season one rewatch and because Ariel you and I are here hosting this fabulous podcast in this beautiful exotic location we thought um, that we could have some guests come and join us and stay yes. and they can, at- we can record outside it's safe it's, it's safe. all covid precautions are being <laughs> are being taken um mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing, we're going to be covering all six episodes. We're going to be doing it week to week, dropping on Mondays. Like Ariel mentioned, when we get the season two release date, we we were going to want to kind of catch up. So we might fudge things the as we get there. Um, but we're going to be doing some spoiler free coverage. So even though Ariel and I have both seen all of White Lotus, we mm-hmm. want people to be able to watch along with us if you have not. So we will allow you to do that without fear of spoilers. Mm-hmm. How generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, we aim to please, Ariel. We are in the hospitality. We, we, we are the you can call me Dr. Armanda. <laughs> Oh no, I hope I hope that your end of season one goes mm, a little bit. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, whack, so, whack. Um, yeah, yeah. So so we've talked a little bit about Ariel and I both are we both enjoyed the show um at different in different ways over the past year. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there was a lot of like I was really excited to see just how much attention this show got um you know it got a lot of uh critical it had a lot of critical success in its reception Mm -hmm. it won a number of awards and it's and it's actually and it's nominated for uh the primetime emmys which are Mm -hmm. coming up um really any day now as we as we speak yes i I believe the the creative arts emmys or as some refer to them as the shmemmys Mm -hmm. uh just passed i think this past weekend so that's always a harbinger of the quote-unquote real Emmys uh, imminently arriving. Right. And something, so, and and in those very shmemmies that you mentioned, uh, the mm-hmm. White Lotus won for Outstanding Music Composition for a Limited or Anthology Series, um, and which, mm-hmm. and I think that the score is just really arresting. It's a fantastic yes. score. Yes, this one, this wasn't a, a, uh, a opening credits that you skipped, was it? It was a lot of wallpaper, no. a lot of like, 
a lot of uh, whoops, like a lot of uh, animal sounds. That's oh, what I mean by a lot of whoops. Um, I was like, what happens in those that's opening? What the parrots, that's what the parrots do that I'm familiar with. There's a lot of whooping. whooping. <laughs> um, yeah, no, really, really cool opening credits with a, with really interesting wallpaper, beautiful music um, by mm -hmm. Cristobal Tapia de Ver. Um, mm -hmm. We also, let's see, also one for outstanding casting, um, yes. one for outstanding single camera picture editing and sound mixing. It. Yeah, ah, so, so well deserved. So, we, we love a good single camera extra mix something bonanza, extravaganza. <laughs> we love it. Yes. So, I mean, the show got a lot, has gotten a lot of awards um, also at, um, you know, Critics' Choice and some mm -hmm. other. Um, so, I mean, just this is just a really, it, it, it was a really, Really fun limited series. I think really successful. I think it'll be a lot of fun to cover it, to go to Hawaii. Ariel allows, mm -hmm. it allows you and I to continue podcasting together. Podcasting together. We didn't even need a passport to get here. I, I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. I brought my passport and now I'm worried that I'm going to lose it here while I'm here because I, I should have just left it at home where it was half safe. <laughs> um, but listen, I know that you're not a huge lover of space. And I mean, mm -hmm. like, I think you like yeah. personal space, but I mean space no, as like the outer the, space, the outer, right? outer space. Yes. Also, outside speaking, of our atmosphere. Speaking of skippable intros, uh, is, <laughs> isn't For All Mankind the most skippable intro in like the no! history oh my of God, all of television? <laughs> I have actually a very, um, that I will not get into here, oh. but I have a very emotional Re, uh, reaction to that for a very specific reason that I will tell you later. Okay. Um, and, and it's not that it's not for public uh, consumption. Mm. It's just that we're not going to get into that now because my emotions are elsewhere. I'm in okay. a different All right. All right. But I if, I, if I were an alien, keeping in the space mm -hmm. for a second, yes. and I was coming to Earth and I was like, listen, all I hear about in space on space Twitter is this damn like your mother meme or, you know, uh -huh. certain, I've seen so many viral moments about the show. Can someone just tell me what the show is about? Like, I'm obviously a pushy alien. You're, want, you're, can somebody just tell me, please? All right. Chill, alien. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the show is about. Ariel in. <laughs> just chill. Um, Dr. Yeah. Armanda and Ariel in. <laughs> So here's a, here's our pitch to all of you space aliens or 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 people who have otherwise not been familiar with the show and are deciding whether you want to watch. Um, the White Lotus is about an eponymous resort in beautiful Hawaii, and this is a high level resort where um, you know really uh, you know caters to expensive taste, where you only have the sort of most elite clientele and what the show outlines is basically it follows these different vacationing individuals couples and families in their mm -hmm. experience on the resort so um you people probably if they know anything about the white lotus they've seen uh, a meme of jennifer coolidge playing the fantastic character tanya uh mcquad i believe there's mm -hmm. a lot of ado about how her last name is pronounced in the i find that if you if you just quiet down as you get to the end of it mm -hmm. you'll probably hit wow. like most of it properly yeah mcquad so we have the fantastic, incomparable Jennifer Coolidge here playing uh, a very wealthy single woman whose mother recently died. She's going yeah. on this uh, trip to dispose of her ashes. So that's just a little mm -hmm. teaser. No yeah. big spoilers Jennifer there. Jennifer Coolidge, we, we stand, we love. 
I want to say she's finally getting her moment, but mm-hmm. I think in some in some corners of the internet and in some corners of our collective hearts, she has always been there. Back from the Christopher Guest movie days, and then yes. of course famous for like Legally Blonde, Legally Blonde, American Pie, American Pie, Silver's Mom. That's right. Like mm-hmm. she's been around, and she will be respected. And her role on the White Lotus is 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 uh, is her getting her due from the few people. Watch yourselves if you're one of them. Uh, from the few people who who didn't uh, who didn't perhaps respect her or just perhaps didn't really yeah. know her. Yeah, if you if you weren't already in on the Jennifer Coolidge, if you weren't already drinking the Jennifer Coolidge aid, then this is like yes, an opportunity to come Jennifer and know Coolidge. her and appreciate her really doing like the excellent work that she always has done, able to hit those comic notes with the best of them um, in this. And I think that this role, like you said, Ariel gave her a little bit more exposure the memeage alone is excellent mm-hmm. so um, a little bit this... more cachet in the mm-hmm. industry perhaps to keep mm-hmm. it highbrow the way the show tries <laughs> so fantastic work from jennifer coolidge here um other notable members of the cast we have connie Britton uh playing a mrs um... coach i just did a salute for <laughs> to Mrs. Coach. Um, you, she plays the the matriarch of a vacationing family, very successful career woman. Also, you know, the mom who does it all. Uh, she's a great role here. We also have Steve Zahn, who plays her husband, um, mm-hmm. who's, you know, I, I really enjoy his, uh, I've, you know, really enjoyed his work. Also, you know, has a long uh a long and storied career let's see and being being that guy being that guy going back to like reality bites uh suburbia back in the 90s what was that movie like lost at sea something about like up up the creek or there was something with water i'm crimson tide with dax shepherd perhaps oh no 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 that wouldn't be that we'll find it but like that thing you do um, yes. Oh my God, he was in Sunshine Really? He like, was in You've Got Mail. He was the F up brother. Yes. Wow. He, look at yeah. And then, like, you know, idea. getting a really, getting a little resurgence after uh, all of those years. I'm looking at what he's done more recently. And before, mm-hmm. let's see, before the White Lotus, it looks like he had some, a few films war for the planet oh this is a this is a voice an animated voice so anyway <laughs> he, played, he played the bad ape in war the for the planet of the apes <laughs> but he was in uh the diary of a, of a wimpy kid universe also okay. he was on one episode of monk so he's at least been working he's out he's out there but he's he has a very fun mm-hmm. role here we have sydney sweeney recently canceled but um <laughs> This was pre-cancellation. And she was she was just hitting it big after season uh, one of Euphoria, Mm -hmm. which she has. She had a big role in in both seasons. So, you know, notable, especially on the HBO brand. Um, Yes. Playing the daughter of Steve Zahn and Connie Britton here. Um, And uh, Jack, Jake Lacey as uh, the one half of a newlywed couple to uh, his new bride alexandra daddario so mm-hmm. a really yeah, Jake Lacey, who i loved in obvious child with jenny slate someone that i love ah, a little bit great. of a different role i won't tease i won't spoil anything but different i was feeling different about him here than i was in that movie i'll just say right that. 
Right. Um, and then uh, Natasha Rothwell playing of one of the um, playing this the head of the spa at the White Lotus. Um, yes. Are really more grateful. more HBO royalty from Insecure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and as we mentioned, my namesake, uh, Doctor <laughs> Armando, um, <laughs> here. Uh, what is? I'm sorry, I just lost Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett, who's um, I know that he's also in that Apple TV Plus. Uh, show physical, but do you know him oh, from right. anywhere? I knew else? him from looking. Uh, the HP, that short lived uh, Jonathan Groff helmed HBO show about a group of very white gay men living in California. Um, great in that. So I had, you know, to that point, like I. What I loved about this from the outside was there were all these people that you knew from different things, and I love when when there's a fun cast that you for the most part love or enjoy or just have like an emotional connection to mm -hmm. and they can kind of and they have the sandbox so to speak to play in right right and that's what this premise really does with the premise of you know we have this resort and we're going to focus on the perspectives of these different vacationers um mm -hmm. who don't really intersect but are inhabiting the same place and then what we have also with the white lotus is this real sort of um upstairs downstairs type mm -hmm. of of uh, of of premise where in addition to focusing on the vacationing uh, patrons of the White Lotus, we also get to see more from the staff. So Armando is the hotel manager. We mentioned Belinda, who runs the spa. We're going to see uh, from the perspectives of some of the other attendants. Um, and that's really, I think, thematically one of the things that the show sort of steers into mm -hmm. is, um, is, is really sort of looking at this relationship that uh, people on vacation have with these places. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think that this is something that Mike White really brings a very refreshing and very personal and very honest look at, mm -hmm. at what what at all of the complexities, like go, both going from the kind of colonial past of a place mm -hmm. um, up through the different um, dimensions of class in the present yeah. um, that he really brings to that examination. Yeah, I think the the word complexities especially is feels right on for this show. There's so much nuance. There's so much just like you said, very normal, very everyday awkwardness, like the kind of unfortunate uh awkwardness of like, you know, treating people a certain way whether whether they are you know serving you or you know serving you dinner if a, a waiter would or like helping you in a hotel just like the the hotel staff and in more in a more complete sense the resort staff because you're basically living not just in a room in a resort like this you're kind of inhabiting the beach you're inhabiting the pool you're inhabiting like all these different places and all those places have to be staffed obviously and the mm -hmm. just like emotional and sometimes awkwardly social like i said realities of those dynamics are so fascinating sometimes very cringy 
you know, right. sometimes you have to watch with like your hands behind your or your your eyes behind your hands. I forgot what it's called. Your hands in front of your face. Mm-hmm. And uh, or at least I do sometimes when, you know, you just get in. I get I get I very easily get very uh, flushed, like secondhand embarrassment. Like, yeah. Oh, God. I've even been known to pause. Like it's counterintuitive. You would think just leave it on. It's going to go by faster. But no, I'm going to pause and like you sit to, in it. You have to ready yourself. Yeah. And then go through this horribleness. Um, so it's, it's all these little, like I said, just everyday interactions that are examined really successfully and intelligently that just really breathe life into this otherwise fairly normal show and, Mm -hmm. uh, context, right? We're all, whether you've stayed at a resort this fancy or not, which clearly I haven't, um, you know this interaction, you know what an all-inclusive means, you know what it's like to just go somewhere, or you know what it's like to work at these places, right. you know, be in the service industry at large. And I think that all of those, in my opinion, from what I remember, none of those experiences are are shortchanged or mm-hmm. are uh, examined or clarified as being more important than the other. It's just we're all here living our lives and we happen to be... Uh, interacting in this very specific place. Right, right. I think to your point, Ariel, like I think the show definitely leads into that cringe comedy where you're like, I mean, it's funny, but you're also really uncomfortable, right? (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. in these interactions between whether it's like within the family dynamic or whether it's between the staff and the patrons, there are these moments where you definitely have secondhand embarrassment and there's a lot of comedy and humor that comes from that. But I think that the show definitely goes further to sort of examine the meaning behind that, what that says about society, what that says about our relationship with these places. And one of the things that I love about Mike White is I feel like he has this very um, confident way of being able to expose some of these things and, (laughs) and what's funny about them in a way that's not Oh, doesn't feel overly judgmental. Like, I think that there Mm -hmm. are some places in the show where we'll look at characters and we'll say, okay, that's a bad dude. And like, Mm -hmm. we don't like him and he's behaving villainously or she's behaving in a silly way. Um, But I also think that the show has sympathy for its characters for, you know, what they want out of these experiences. And he's talked a lot in his interviews about like going on, survivor or the amazing race and like that he really does feel like he seeks out these beautiful places and these experiences to like have some sort of spiritual reaction right and to like and he and I think he like has a lot of sympathy for that but he also recognizes that like when we go into and enter those places we're inhabiting something that isn't ours and we're using it in a certain way and he like allows kind of room for both of those perspectives to exist within his characters. Um, so that's something I really enjoy about the show and something I'm really looking forward to talking about more as we get into the episodes. Absolutely. I'm remind on the, on the Mike white front, I'm reminded of, I believe the episode is called lonely ghosts or there was another one called ghost to scene. There was an episode of enlightenment of enlightened, excuse me, mm-hmm. the HBO show that was, very and it, i thought of it just now in what you mean because it was a very simple very 
nuanced examination of like a person living what is what would essentially be called like a lonely life by mm-hmm. by uh, by like people in society right like we have these ideas these accepted ideas of what it means to be sad or depressed or whatever and it was such an effective beautiful sad emotional uh both performance and uh example that they that they put forward and i think this is just that i think in some ways built out bigger because it's not just on a certain uh more muted sad part of the emotional spectrum this is just everything as we keep saying it's it's everyday life so that includes every piece of the emotional spectrum if you will mm-hmm um, yeah, so this is going to be great. We're going to get into it. We're going to, it's going to be funny. It's going to be like deep and meaningful. We're going to have transformative experiences, Ariel, all along the way. I'm ready to be transformed. <laughs> I'm ready to show up and you're like on my boat. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Speaking of personal transformative experiences, Ariel, like, um, you know, let's, uh, have you ever been to Hawaii? I haven't yet. And I was just saying to someone the other day, I was like, we need to get there before it disappears. And I know that sounds mm. bleak, but like they don't the the islands don't look that big on a map. So yeah. and I don't know why I said it like that, like map, <laughs> but they don't. And I just worry, you know, a la California is about to fall off the US. I don't want to be alarmist on this podcast. But all to say gonna... that I really want to go visit Hawaii mm-hmm. because one, it's supposed to be beautiful, obviously. And two, I worry. I worry about the yeah. small islands, the way yeah. some of the climactic climate changes is is uh, happening to us. What about you? I, I like hear you. I hear you, Ariel. It's so, it's not good. <laughs> it's not, it's not great. It's, it's not, not great. Not the best outlook. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Ariel, I actually I have been to Hawaii you once. You're once. so ahead of the curve. You knew years ago. You're like they don't even know about climate change. I and I'm gonna go. I was now. I was the first. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I went. I went. I went once. Um, probably like I went once about 15 years ago at for an academic conference. Yeah. So I went for work. We stand. We stand so I got academia. that. I got that plane ticket reimbursed. Yes. <laughs> you you better not forget to put that into your report, mm-hmm. your T and E report. Oh, I did. I did. Um. Yeah. So that's that's my one experience going to Hawaii. But it's like it was absolutely it was absolutely gorgeous. I was on the Big Island. I got to go to Volcanoes National Park and stand on an actual volcano. Wow, love it. it. Very exciting. So, so dangerous I, and exciting. We did. Stand at like the conference hotel was like a resort hotel it was not quite as she she as the white lotus though ariel mm-hmm. but do, were you wearing like your floral print <laughs> i was wearing long flowy <laughs> bathing suit cover-ups and standing by my little poster as a graduate student <laughs> like with like the huge sunglasses and the yeah. way too obnoxiously wide-brimmed hat that yeah. will not yeah. only protect your head and face from the sun but also your entire body and anybody else right. who's standing within three feet of you you know what ariel i'll say it i don't i don't personally own a lot of resort wear i don't no. have Je- i don't have jennifer coolidge's wardrobe for no. Uh, for resorting like unfortunately this. none of us do but we're none of us are her so uh-huh. if anyone deserves it does, it does is the her. uh does the psr patron uh merch shop have any resort wear that you that you know not of? yet but 
that is a great idea. We need to call. We're gonna call Armand, Doctor mm-hmm. Armanda, mm-hmm. get him to coordinate with Josh, and we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some merch going. Perhaps yeah, some maybe. white lotus, yeah. uh, wombats or something. Yeah, like, like a that. big floppy wombat hat. Oh my god, <laughs> old wombat hat tired. New wombat hat that's just like a wide brim Jennifer Coolidge resort hat, wired, yeah. and it has like a little wombat. On it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then imagine her pitching poster recaps. Oh wow! My oh my goodness, it's amazing. I'll, I'll get better as, as I'm I gonna need I'm you to do the impressions. We'll see. We'll see if I can muster anything. Oh, but it, I can do that one because it's like it's yeah. everyone does it. But mm-hmm. once we get into the rewatch, I'm I'm very good at like a parrot. I keep talking about parrots. Like a parrot, I'm much better at mimicking than I am like like uh, just generating just right yeah. generating yeah. yes my own like I can't generate any of my own ideas um so so yeah we'll we'll, we'll definitely be on accent watch or, yeah. or just impression watch if you I'll will. see if the mood hits me I might do an impression but like you can't Ooh, I can't okay, I can't we won't scare it, it away I'm not gonna scare <laughs> it away. whatever organically happens on the pod will happen let it happen you don't have you to know? force it a few a few my ties in we'll just let it happen uh-huh um yeah, so this is going to be exciting. One of the things Ariel and I have enjoyed doing is razzing each other for having fancy vacation experiences. So I'm sure there'll <laughs> be opportunities to do that along yes. the way. I will find a way to unintentionally humble brag about something mm-hmm. and then I will get called out for it. And then <laughs> I will just I will just live with it because that's 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 just how we that's just how we roll here. <laughs> Um, so what else do we need to tell the good people, Ariel, about about our about the White Lotus season one rewatch? I mean, definitely bring your resort best, like we already mm-hmm. said. Um, get ready for for both high minded and low. I guess highbrow. I don't want to say low minded. That sounded terrible. Highbrow <laughs> and lowbrow coverage. Yes, we will be talking about all the horrible, uncomfortable, but important colonialism things, and also just what is that person wearing and why Mm -hmm. is that person xyzing on the floor um (laughs) there's 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 a lot of room for us here to get into and and we hope that people will enjoy the rewatch like i think selfishly i love a good rewatch so if anything just as a consumer this is this will be wonderful for season two for my experience watching it because we will have been so fresh and just have watched yeah. season one. Yeah. It's it's, so this is, I mean, this is a really great time to do a rewatch. One, if you, if you watch it the first time, first of all, it's only six episodes, Ariel. It's like a very, very manageable That's rewatch. That's crazy. When I was at the end of the year, I'd be like, okay, which one of these shows can I swing? Oh my God, six episodes? I'm watching this. You can even watch all six and then come back to the rewatch ball. That would probably be annoying. Like I have to do the episode by episode if we're not going to do spoilers, but you can do that. It's, the the White Lotus world is your oyster. Oh, I wonder if they have oysters at the White I know, Lotus. I was just thinking that too. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's only six episodes. That's one reason to rewatch it. You want to be primed so you're ready for when season two comes out. Because, yes. Ariel, one thing that I did hear about season two Uh-oh. is that Jennifer Coolidge is reprising her role as Tanya Oh, my heck. That's right. We're going to... I have. I'm glad I did bring my passport because we're going to Italy next mm-hmm. for season two. Spoiler alert! I mean, it's not spoiler. But by then, we will for sure know when season two premieres. By the time <laughs> it happens, we're going know. there. And yeah, we know that Jennifer Coolidge is coming back, and we know some of the wonderful, exciting 
uh, new casting. So the beauty about this kind of show, we already talked about like, you know, season one, it's able to, it's kind of under the radar. Then all of a sudden it hits really big and it's burning really hot. And now for season two, you're able to get like some heavy hitters as far as the cast. Not mm -hmm. that they didn't have any for season one, but you got to kind of keep up the quality, so to speak. Eh? And a little yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's so so you know we're gonna give this its due when we get to it. But I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited about season mm -hmm. two coming up. This is the best way to get you all prepped and ready. Yeah. Where um, else are you gonna learn about? the date when it when they announce it if not from us i know you know but nobody else will tell you the internet will bury it the internet will bury it they're not interested no. in you knowing things they don't no. want you to watch things ariel Rich and i tirelessly unturn every single stone we are out here for everyone <laughs> just, just Look, mining all the rumors sifting through things that might be true i've gotten at least four fake premiere dates that ended up not being true ariel i have like that. i am like you know only you know one to two degrees away from mike white so i can get some inside insider information here i am anywhere between one and 17 <laughs> degrees away so i believe you i believe i i'll get you one degree closer because i got i got some herself. connections I, I i know i know i know a guy who knows a guy i, I know a guy who knows that guy <laughs> <laughs> So we'll get you all your season two news. Um, mm -hmm. You'll get to be refreshed on all of the themes. And it's also really fun to rewatch the series because I just started it last night and it opens. This is not a spoiler, but it opens with a bit of a mystery. You so watched it without me? That's the biggest mystery. <laughs> I didn't know. Where was who, I? Where were you? Who was I watching with? Did I fall asleep by the pool? Oh, I must have been skateboarding by the pool. That's no thing. skateboarding by the pool. No skateboarding uh, by the pool. Um, but this is it's it's fun to watch if you've already watched it. It's fun to watch and kind of relive those early opening moments. Um with the whole mystery aspect of it all. Yeah. Um, it's just and get, gonna... uh, get used to the way that people, um, I think one thing that we didn't say, but we maybe alluded to in all the nuance conversation is so much of what the people, the characters are saying by not saying, there's so much nonverbal communication and so much like uncomfortable um, body language and just like sitting in it like the way we had the way I don't want to look at the cringy stuff some of some of it is just like really sitting in the moment um and I think you kind of have to prep yourself for season two you can't just go in cold again after all this time you have to prep yourself uh to be able to sit in it so to speak yeah yeah it's like a rehearsal for season two coming oh. out yeah wow I'm all for I'm all for a rehearsal just plugging other in a rehearsal. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. And we mm -hmm. I mentioned we're going to have some guests. Our first guest, Ariel, is a very, very special guest. I don't know anything about this. I'm, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm dying to find out. I just found out we were doing a podcast and I've already booked a guest. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> you are so proactive, Dr. Like I have I could I could never. That's all I'll say. I could never. <gasps> Well, we, well, Ariel, when you and I started podcasting Loot, we had to bring in the heaviest hitters, Mr. Moneybags of the PSR, uh, of the whole PSR operation, uh, the big boss. Yes. We had to bring in Josh Wiggler. And I think that that's what we have to do again now that we are moving this whole operation to exotic and beautiful Hawaii. 
Yeah, he's the one that's gonna like approve our flight to Italy. He after has this. a private jet, and he's going Stop! to stop. Oh my god, that little Molly! <laughs> oh, we're making so sorry. We're making so many private in jokes mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. loot and the resort, but people people will start to understand. But yes, I hear this Josh Wiggler talk. Is he the guest? That's crazy. He's gonna be the guest as we recap episode one. So so we're dropping this little kicker podcast to give everybody the heads up that this is coming. So you have time yes. to watch. You have yes. time to you No, this me. meeting could not have been an email. Don't even go there. We wanted we wanted to give you like a primer, not just a pamphlet with some right. information. Right. No, but this is concierge service over here at Post Show Recaps. Um, We've thought of everything. We want you to just sit back and enjoy your time as our guest uh, listener on this podcast. Um, So you have some time to watch uh, episode one, season Mm -hmm. one of White Lotus, if you want to run ahead and binge. I, look, I'm not going to stop you, Eric. Like, I really, I just don't have, I don't have any power. Other things that. she will. Other things Dr. Manda will show up at your house and literally if stop you. If you get on a bicycle or a motorcycle without a helmet, I will stop you. Oh, but I will not. Or if you announce that you're going to space, she will show up. And oh, be like, nobody should go to space. Bother. Don't no. bother. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's super exciting. I think you should all do yourselves a favor, in my very own humble opinion, and subscribe to the HBO feed so you never miss an episode Mm -hmm. that is uh and you could get the RSS URL at uh or the URL rather is postrecaps.com slash HBO see those familiar um little clouds as my mom calls them in Spanish like the static like the little HBO static uh yeah it sounds it sounds even cuter in Spanish uh but uh Yes, yeah, subscribe to that so you never miss an episode. We'll be back later this week with our actual kickoff. The or this is our kickoff or our actual season one coverage kickoff, mm-hmm. uh, episode one hundred and one. What? How more basic than one hundred and one can you get? Man, <laughs> We're really starting you off with the very, very beginning basic foundational knowledge yes. that you'll need, and and it's we're gonna have a lot of fun doing it. I can't wait, Ariel. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can't wait either. Uh, we have a bunch of other things going on that we would love to tell you about. You should listen to episode 101 later this week to find out. But I'm on Twitter at that other Ariel. Dr. Man is on Twitter as well. I'm at, at Dr. Amanda R. Dr. Amanda R. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we'll be back later this week uh, with episode 101. We're so excited. Wear a life jacket out there, people, and helmets if you're going <laughs> to ride your bike. Okay. Bon, bon voyage. Ta-ta for now. Mm-hmm.